1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here is a fair question to ask, I would say, because in game two of the series, Mitch Keller was pitching. Mitch Keller got taken out after 84 pitches, didn't pitch into the seventh inning. And there was a question asked, and there were questions asked by fans, why take them out so early? This is your guy. And Derek Shelton was asked in his press conference about that as well, so the media addressed it. As a matter of fact, our own Rod Cook from the Cook and Joe show was the first to ask about this. So go ahead and uh, listen to Derek Shelton's answer. If you didn't hear it over the weekend, here's why Shelton explained – or here is Shelton explaining why he decided to take Mitch Keller out after throwing 84 pitches in game two on Saturday. What went into your decision
2: to take out Mitch? The, the fact that in the, uh, in the sixth inning there, he kind of lost his delivery a little, delivery a little bit. And, uh, you know, we saw the pitches started to not uh, have the same action. And I think one of the things that as well as he's pitched over the last two starts and even today, he hadn't been in the stretch. And once he got to the stretch there, he kind of lost where his arm slot was and the number of pitches he threw in that inning. And, and that was the biggest thing, is just seeing his stuff tick down. It was more that he lost his delivery. And, and did, once he got into the stretch, he didn't look like the same guy. I mean, he gave up the solo homer and didn't walk a guy, so he had not been in the stretch. And then once uh, you know, once he gave up the base hit, he, he just uh, he didn't look like he had the same stuff. And with having a full bullpen and, and having Bob and Holdy and, uh, and Betty available, you know, we made the decision to, uh, to make that move.
1: Robert Stevenson is Bob, by the way. I always get thrown through by that. But, yeah, no, when he says Bob, he's referring to Robert Stevenson. But in any case, Mitch Keller had not frequently thrown from the stretch in that game. And once he started throwing from the stretch, his pitch effectiveness got lost. And so they took him out because he hadn't pitched from the stretch. And when he was pitching from the stretch... He wasn't as effective. There are a couple ways I want to go with those comments. The, the big one is, this is your guy. This is the pitcher that has had the two wins in the month of May. So, why take him out? Give him an opportunity, whether he was effective or, or not. He seems to have some magic that allows the Pirates to win games when he pitches. And the bullpen has been shaky as of recent. There's another way I take this as well. But before I give that second side of this, we got uh, Dave from Delmont on the line. Go ahead, Dave. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Hey, does the coach know that uh, when you start an inning, inning that uh, there's nobody on base, you don't start in the stretch? And, that, uh, that's a great point. Second, secondly, this OP, is that what it's called, OPS? That's got to be the most overrated stat. In baseball, because it only do, it only takes account of what the good things you've done. What's Sawinski, he's two hundred thirty four batting average, and he has, a what, an 800 OPS? That uh, OPS is overrated. Not that he's not doing good, but, well, you know, well, thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome, Dave. OPS, on-base percentage plus slugging percentage. So it's how often you get on base combined with your extra base hit percentage pretty much. I mean, I think there's a little more that goes into slugging percentage, but for the most part, your slugging percentage is how often you get extra base hits. So you're combining, you're combining walks and singles with power numbers, power percentages to get you an on base plus slugging percentage, the OPS. I don't think OPS is overrated. I think it's a good indication of where players are as they get on base. And when they hit for power, just individually, Your batting average tells you how often you're getting hits in at-bats and walks hit by pitches. They don't count for at-bats, so I don't think an average also fully tells the story. I don't think there's any stat in Major League Baseball other than the totals you can get, like home runs, doubles, triples, runs batted in, but in terms of You know, batting average is telling you how often a player gets a hit over how many at-bats he has, or an on-base percentage that tells you how often accumulating all types of ways to get on base, getting hit by a pitch, walking, getting a hit. Tells you how often a batter can reach base with every plate appearance. I think that's important. And when you have a statistic that combines power numbers with on-base numbers, you get an important stat. You get a stat that can indicate a player's ability to, I mean, very simply, get on base and how often they can hit for power. So not totally overrated. And averages, again, don't always tell the full story. That's why I think it's good that we have several averages, percentages to, to look at to assess
0: What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: But anyway, for Shelton, yeah, I mean, uh, Keller didn't start the inning out in the stretch, but then he gave up a hit, and uh, Shelton said that he didn't want Keller to pitch from the stretch, or when he started pitching from the stretch, he didn't look, as good so again the one way i take this is well this is your best pitcher this is the guy that's gotten you through you know gotten you through the month of may cuz his pitching efforts got the pirates two wins in the month of may so maybe he has some sort of magic some fire something in him that can push past and forge ahead So I understand from that perspective why fans would be a little upset with that. And I get it. One other thing that I just want to mention though, one other point that I want to mention about that. Uh, and again, I don't necessarily agree with Shelton in that case. And you know, he's in front of a bunch of people trying to answer to the, to the media, give, give a well communicated reason why he took Keller out. But, uh, I think he even knows that it's a, it's a bit controversial in a sense, and it was going to be controversial, but he has his reasons, no matter how genuine you believe they are. But there's also something to be said about putting players in high-leverage situations now to, to kind of see if the bullpen can come in and lock down a win. And we obviously saw in in, in Saturday's game that the, the bullpen could not come in and batten down the hatches so to speak. The Pirates gave up the lead and eventually lost. So, I think it's a good indication to, to to see what the bullpen can do and I think that it's important for the Pirates to experiment and just not have to rely on Mitch Keller. If they're, if they're going to be a team worth making the playoffs and making it past the wild card round or making it past a division series, even if we're looking that far ahead, the team's going to need to be well-rounded everywhere. It can't just be a Mitch Keller show. Very rarely do we see one pitcher carry an entire team through a World Series run. Or a playoff run with any meaning. So, maybe he really wasn't effective. And maybe Derek Shelton placed trust in his bullpen, and I'm totally fine with a a manager putting faith in the bullpen. There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, you know what? Keller doesn't look as effective, and he's carried us through two wins. I want to see now if the bullpen can carry us the rest of the way. And that might frustrate you because it seemed like the Pirates could have swept that series. If one or two pitches get made better, or maybe if Mitch Keller pitches one more inning maybe, or if the team doesn't make three errors and throw five wild pitches in Sunday's game, right? It feels like they could have won it, so hearing that is frustrating, but just think of it from that perspective as well, that maybe Derek Shelton is trying not to rely so much on Mitch Keller and experiment to create a well-rounded baseball team because Mitch Keller can't be the only answer. It's good that we have an answer in him. It's good that we could regard him as an ace, but he should never be the only answer. And a manager should trust his bullpen. And a manager and the general manager, Ben Charrington, and the organization is going to find out through using these relief pitchers and seeing how often they protect leads or relinquish them. Through this process, they'll find out which of their pitchers is uh, are deserving of consistent spots to come in in high-leverage situations, and which ones should be reserved more for long relief or mop-up duty or not much playing time at all. So it's frustrating. I don't personally agree with Shelton, the, uh, Shelton and his explanation all the way, but I can understand why he might have done it. In multiple different facets of the game, whether Mitch Keller wasn't being effective or whether um, Shelton and the Pirates wanted to put Faith a little more in the bullpen just to give them a test to see if they can protect the lead. So, I see it both ways. <laughs>